everybody, welcome to the Collective Podcast. This is going to be uh, episode 27 with our host today. Our guest today is uh, John John Yuen, and he's a friend of mine from Melbourne, Australia. He's a designer and he's an artist as well. And um, you're the you're like the head at a digital agency out there, right? Um, head of head of uh, the digital department. Yeah digital department okay cool yeah. and we'll get into more of those details as well um, how I came to know of him is um, through a website that I frequent um, quite a bit it's called HUDS and graphic user interfaces H-U-D-S and G-U-I-S it's a lot of <laughs> letters <laughs> super nerdy stuff but um, yeah. he's made this really nice presentable website where he's captured all these user interfaces and graphical um, bits um, from movies and commercials and video games and cars and it's just really cool and the way he laid it out it's really clean and simple to get through and stuff so I've used cool. it for reference uh, quite a few times and it was cool um, just chatting with him a bit um, since Total Recall actually um, mm-hmm. since way back then so but it has been cool and just getting to know him a little bit more and he just he, he draws and does art as well and and it's 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 uh yeah it's been cool and I was like dude why don't you come on the podcast we'll have a chat so and he was up for sharing his time so yeah without further ado thanks for coming on dude appreciate it no worries man thanks for having me yeah yeah no this is great dude this is cool and I really apologize in advance I'm a little bit uh sleep deprived just um been dealing with a newborn kid so uh only only kind of working on a few hours of sleep yeah so forgive well, me if I, I um. Don't make any sense. No, it's okay. It's okay. And we can, um, we won't make this one long so we can, um, you know, you can get your sleep and stuff. I don't want to be the cause of, <laughs> you know, getting sleep. Yeah. We're, we're quite a difference of time. Those of you listening, um, I think we're, what, we're like, you're like, did we figure you're 13 hours in the future for me? Something like that. What yeah. time is it there? It's uh, 11.50 p.m. here. Yeah, I think that's maybe like, yeah yeah it's pretty crazy so he's in the future so <laughs> those of you who are listening you're listening to a past conversation of me talking to somebody <laughs> in the future <laughs> but no it's no it's really cool man and so we won't keep you too long and, and congratulations again too on um is this your first child right yeah 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 so and, yeah. and how really? he, he or he's she a, uh he is okay. uh seven weeks um almost eight weeks yeah okay um I mean, the, the thing is, like me, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty chill guy. I, I consider myself pretty relaxed, and same with my wife. But um, so we we're kind of expecting a really kind of calm kid, but he's um he's a maniac, so he's oh. <laughs> been keeping us up. And yeah, <laughs> I was expecting to have a really easy kind of time, but it's it's like the opposite. But hey, it's cool, man. I I love him. Love him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what you're gonna get, right? You know. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And you got a kid as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got Kira. Uh, my wife and I have a daughter. She's eight years old. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, she's rad. But yeah, the, the balance of that and then what you're doing um, creatively and how much time and focus that takes as well from, yeah. you know, just yourself. Yeah, I've been listening to your podcast as well. I've been hearing about your kind of, the way you kind of try to balance stuff. So that's really interesting as well because I'm starting only just to kind of, um, be confronted with that so yeah i'm finding it hard to you know balance work paying the bills you know spending time with the fam and then <laughs> doing my own stuff as well so it's really cool to hear that you you've kind of you, you 
you've kind of dealt with that stuff as well. Same yeah, with yeah. T- time management is a son of a bitch, <laughs> and it's leading me to some pretty bad depression because <laughs> I'm realizing just how much time I have, and I always want to do way more than it's possible, and that just gets me really upset. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, time, you know, you'll find it too as your child gets older and, you know, becomes more dependent, but relies on you just as much. It's just, you know, it's a whole different change, you know? So I'm sure you must have felt it too uh, internally, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because it's like you got somebody else relying on you, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every time I would talk to, like, friends that are, like, single or dating, and I they try to like compare themselves to me on certain things and not to try to be a dick, but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny because like it always reminds me of that Louis CK bit where he's talking about the same situation and the scenarios he comes up with. Is so funny. Oh. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unrelatable and it's really hard and it's very challenging, but it's incredibly rewarding as most anything that's difficult is, you know? So, yeah, but yeah. What's your biggest struggle right now to sleep? I think so, yeah, and I just feel like there's there's probably not enough time in the day, you know, like, um, gotta try to figure out ways, you know, all this, all my spare time is gone, um, when I come home from work, you know, all, all that kind of relax, relaxation time or time where I've kind of set aside to do personal projects, it's kind of uh, relegated to, you know, doing it in my lunch break and kind of just scoffing down food and just trying to squeeze in like, you know, 45 minutes of just just smashing out some personal stuff yeah and that's kind of in sacrifice of you know hanging out with people and um you know going to social lunches and stuff so i'm starting to become a, a bit of a recluse in the way <laughs> which is really bad and i'm trying to balance everything yeah Where, where's it time to hang out with friends either you know that's that's always tough so yeah absolutely uh yeah I've... just like i'm kind of like um like keeping my head above water at the moment as well as the blog you know the blog was um, way more time-consuming than I first thought. Of course, um, they so always are. <laughs> you know, it started out to be like a couple of posts a week, and then it, it turned out to be once a week, and now it's uh, once every two weeks, and that's like, you know, the happy balance that I can kind of maintain it and, and not let it kind of die. Yeah, but good on you for doing it, you know. I'm sure it gives you lots of um, good feedback. Do people um, reply to you or send you emails and stuff? Oh, that's the best, man. Like, I mean, the thing started out, like, it was just a, a personal project. I mean, it was kind of like um, really a way to kind of give back, you know. Like, I guess um, it was all this kind of stuff I was doing anyway, and it was kind of like, what, what am I going to share it? So, um Man, it was it was just purely like a, a project of love, and you know I wasn't getting anything really back from it except, um, you know, it's been totally rewarding. You know, people yeah. Yeah. get emails from people, or, you know, when it's it's because of it that I've kind of been in contact with you and and guys like G Monkey and stuff. Which, man, like I didn't even expect. You know, like there was no real end game to it, but all this kind of awesome stuffs just kind of come out of it. Yeah, it's interesting how small the network is um, between artists and friends and, and people, how, how small it actually is um, and how cool it is when you meet like-minded people. And, yeah. and and artists, you know, like for most part, you know, like we want to 
be seen or express ourselves and some of the purposes for doing what we do is to is to have our voice be heard so when there's somebody helping you with your like your microphone basically or turning up your volume it helps and it and it's like you know in a selfish way not to be sounding like a dick but it's just getting <laughs> down to the brass tacks of things but it, it's 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 a compliment it's a nice thing i think that's what i try to do with the podcast too is, is spotlight all my friends abilities yeah. and, and express to the rest of the community like their struggles and then their you know the hardships or the the success and stuff which is i think that you're doing as well which is great yeah and the the funny thing about like this whole surge i'm sure you're feeling it too the surge of user interface how big it's become um Mm -hmm. and it's just like getting bigger and bigger um as hollywood budgets get larger and their directors are seeing it as a tool to tell stories um yeah like what's your whole take on all this stuff yeah, well, basically, you know, when I like, kind of started it, it was kind of, I was kind of moving away from kind of focusing on motion graphics and stuff, and I kind of saw that it was, um, you know, it seemed like it was kind of all moving towards interfaces and, you know, um, all the motion graphics work is kind of starting to move into interfaces and, you know, things that you kind of um, uh, inter- use and kind of interact with. Um, so I guess the whole whole point of the site was I was kind of identified an area, you know, um, that was kind of starting, and it all kind of kicked off with Minority Report, you know. Yeah, um, still one was, of the best. Yeah, definitely. It all kind of started when um, I was I was working on a project and I was kind of researching uh, interfaces and touchscreens and gestures and stuff. And this was back in the day when you know before Pinterest and before Vimeo and stuff. So I guess the way I, I used to do it was. I used to, you know, copy the quick times or, you know, screen capture stuff, and and it was really kind of hard to, to find research on it uh, besides for minority report. So um, I kind of dove into that area and realized, holy shit, you know, there's, there's heaps of people doing all this crazy shit. You know, people people need to see that stuff, and hopefully, you know, through the site, you know, put a spotlight on it and make it more of a thing and something that people can talk about. Um, yeah, you know, kind of like what mo- motion graphics. Um, motion graphics was kind of like you know like um, back when I was studying, there was all you know it was all about animation and stuff, and then all of a sudden you know I saw a talk, um, uh, I think it was Lobo in MK12 and stuff, and mm. there started to be a massive boom, and I, I kind of discovered um, motionographer back then, and it was just it became a thing that everyone kind of was able to talk about, whereas you know before um, a couple of few years ago I guess. Um, FUI and stuff. Not, I, I don't think many people were kind of talking about it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting um, when you create a hub. Um, you know, people just gravitate towards it, and then it it manifests itself. And like, because I'm friends with um, with Justin Cohn, who started Motionographer, and it's oh. cool. It's cool to just kind of talk with him about his whole path and that the craziness that's come from his yeah. love for creating and you know um kind of like a, a, a kind of um a, a hub basically for the motion graphics industry kind of and it's crazy how yeah. big it's become and and how essential it is for people you know it's a, it's a powerful tool and i think once you do that it's a it's a really cool thing you know it's as long as it's positive and you're just trying to inform people and you're not 
being incredibly biased, you usually pretty get really good things out of it. Yeah, definitely. I guess um, um, since since we started, since the start kind of started, there's been a massive kind of amount of um, work coming through Hollywood and stuff. You know, all the big blockbuster movies. Like, I think another one that kind of um, smashed that, like, kind of started a big kind of jump was like, you know, the Iron Man movies and you know District Nine and all that. And you know, yeah. now we've got you know Total Recall, we've got um, Avengers, we've got um, a whole heap of others, you know, Star Trek, everything. There's been just heaps and heaps, you know, even Pacific Rim and even in video games and stuff, it's all just kind of headed towards that area because I guess maybe, I don't know, I think there's a massive focus on it, especially now that, you know, um, we're in an age where we've got, you know, iPads and touchscreens in, in like in a pocket of a, a you know, 14 year old kid. Yeah. It was back when we grew up, you know. Nope. It was all the Game Boys and shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was nothing, really. Yeah, so people now want to know what's the next fix. Yeah. People are just curious as to what's next. Yeah. And, and sometimes movies... I, the, the reason why I think Minority Report is still one of the best is because um, their production crew was smart enough to hire, like, futurists and people yeah. with, you know mental capacity beyond you know doodling and doing like art stuff and they were able to go like well if this is your if you're trying to be realistic and this is your future and this is happening in this then this is probably what the technology is going to look like or this is what they're going to be using or this is what exists now but it'll probably look like this or if he was using that it would look like that you know and, and from that they had so much to work with and that's what made it so cool because it wasn't just like you know art porn it was something cool it was it had a really a reason behind it I really wish I was able to work on that project that was oh, some of those like once in a lifetime projects is because I don't know if that'll ever come back around um, maybe there's been a couple close ones to it um, I'm trying to think of it is there is there a project that you can think of that's close to minor report that has I think it's hard hard to say that because I think for me, it was really the one that kind of, even for the general public to see, holy shit, like this is, it was a really kind of a, a bit of a shock. And I think that made a huge splash. And I don't know if this is the case or not, but it looked as though, you know, once Monaru Report kind of came out, a lot of other directors kind of thought, um, you know, this is something to kind of focus on and, and make a big deal out of, I think. Yeah. Um, Seemed like before that it was kind of quite minor. It wasn't so much um, such a big part of the movie. So I think I don't know. It's hard to compare it. For me, that was really the, the first first one. I think, man, that's like I think the whole whole idea of FUI, like you were t talking about, was I guess the whole point is that these the guys designing it is you know they they kind of imagine the future without any you know restrictions on on having to build anything it's all kind of fantasy and you've got all this freedom to design all this stuff so that you know you, you don't have to worry about you know having to build it so you, you're kind of letting your mind loose and your imagination loose so that kind of is like to me you know science fiction novels where you know you've got books about flying to the moon or or jetpacks and all that kind of stuff and then it kind of captures people's imaginations to try to actually build that stuff for real so yeah, I think, man, this stuff's really cool. 
well, I think, therefore I am, you know, and I think it's just the self-manifested path. And a lot of people enjoy um, when people, I mean, a, the perfect storm is when somebody has an imagination and they also have the, the manifestation of understanding of what they're doing in order to make it happen realistically. So that's what made that project perfect, I think, because you had you had realistic thinking people that were practical scientists or, you know, um, futurists basically that have a really good comprehension of like what the future is and what it should look like and what it will be. And then you have, you know, designers and stuff composing it and building it and stuff like, um, like my buddy Jorge, um, who I've worked with at Prologue and stuff. He worked on that project. It was cool talking to him about that too, because he's worked on Star Trek and all those other ones too. Yeah, he's he's rad. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, and, and to me, it's like it it's it's kind of become bastardized a bit, where it's like lens flares, you know. And it'll oh, be yeah. it'll be like one of those things that we'll look back on. Um, movies will last, but they won't be as powerful as they are now in the future, I think. And people will look back on them and kind of giggle, you know, like oh look at that, you know, all those lens flare or look at that user interface. They thought it was gonna be like this, you know when in fact it isn't you know do you have any um thought or um concept as to what you think the future of this stuff will look like like the future uh, you know there's so much um potential i mean even even like with minority report with uh, all the gesture stuff that they kind of unlocked and you know that was like what was it like 2002 or something that the movie came out yeah it's just, yeah. i think it's just over 10 years old actually now i think yeah, right. And now, like, I guess 10 years later, we've got, you know, you know we've got Connect and Leap, Leap yep. Motion, all that kind of stuff, which basically you can have that technology in your, your bloody, you know, family home. So all that shit's fucking incredible. So my kind of hope is, like, I guess a big trend throughout all these, um, you know, FUIs and movies is um, interactive holograms. Seems like uh, there's... It, scientists and stuff have been trying to unlock that for, for a long time and try to get that working but um no one's really managed to have a you know a working interactive hologram and i guess i guess the next part of that is to be able to kind of touch a hologram as well and have that kind of tactile feedback so if someone kind of masters that kind of stuff that'd be you know that'd be a, a huge kind of leap forward and i guess the other kind of exciting stuff that I've seen is um you know the less in movies but more in like development there's this thing that I guess it's almost like a fabricated UI where if you want a switch you draw a switch on a on a piece of paper and it, and it kind of starts working so there's this really cool concept that I've I've seen people starting to play with which is basically like um like a an a UI that you can kind of customize and when you need something, you kind of call for it. And I think in the future, I guess, uh, I kind of feel like that might be a kind of really, really interesting area that people might be starting to explore. But, you know, all that other stuff, which, you know, um, touch screens and gesture controls and stuff, that's all already kind of here and, and you know, established already. So I don't know, it's, it's freaking, there's so many things that, that kind of spring up and I guess, that's the whole point about all this, you know. There's yeah. so many kind of ideas that have been thrown out in FUI, especially in movies and stuff, that people can just kind of latch on and kind of just try to make it a reality or 
it might kind of just spring spring on new ideas like you know even with microsoft doing those um future vision videos which is basically just um kind of future prototyping and, and stuff like that which those are great yeah, yeah they're so cool like i mean the what a, doing all those things kind of allows you to kind of free your mind and kind of just imagine what what would what would it be like if we could have all those things and how cool would it be if we, if we could do this and that and that kind of just unlocks like just a huge kind of potential for new ideas and stuff so it's hard to say what's going to come next but it seems like there's there's like an endless amount of kind of ideas out there i think it'll be a good combination of a lot of things i think you know we've seen like the oculus riff and you know it's super clunky now like i've tried it out like it's super low resolution and it's kind of silly but it's it's like those you know the first cell phone was a piece of shit so you know and now like the um if if the thing is that there has to be a will for it to be better you know and i think that there will be because people will want full immersive stuff and not to be super gross but people are going to want like fully immersive porn and shit like that you know like because how big porn is it's such a big market like if if you can if you can attach porn to it it'll grow so fast and get so big you know like massively so like just just things like that or you know basic um interactions so the the future workspace i think is going to be like um no less hardware so no hardware or as little as possible that's what i thought was so cool about the leap um and it was cool um my friend anthony and i got to actually meet the guy who made it and went up there to San Francisco and checked it all out, and it was cool. And the whole idea I thought was cool is that it was like um, it was like a hardware destroyer. Like you know, you don't need necessarily need a keyboard anymore. You don't need a mouse necessarily. And so I figure when you go into using like Oculus Rift, you're in VR, and then you're in like Ghost in the Shell, like dream mode. You know, like it's crazy where it gets into this whole different. Um, avenue of imagination and who's creating these worlds because really it starts to get into you know like you can go into like video games and alternate realities but not the video games that we're used to it's a whole different experience you know and how you interact with people and how you scan like go through the web you know it's a trip i think a lot of the interesting things too that have been touched upon that i don't know if the american society is aware of it but like Japan has been on to this stuff like for a long time <laughs> you know like it's been in the manga and it's been in the their movies and stuff for exactly. for like a long time actually you know 20 yeah. you know 20 to 30 years back um, and I think it's maybe because of how dense their culture is in certain parts and how like focused they are on technology so they're constantly thinking ahead but it's interesting for me to think I, I think of um yeah, I always forget his name, but he's all about like trying to remap the human mind so that he can bring his dad back to life. And oh, really? He's a uh, he's also talks about. It sucks because I, I always forget his name, but um, he, there's a really cool documentary on this stuff on Netflix. I'll find it and send it up, yeah, post it up, but send it to you. But his his whole thing is so weird. It's such a trip because he's ta- he constantly talks about. Um, and I, and I totally agree, and I believe that it's going to happen eventually. Is um, And I think there's a actual scientist that um, recently came out and, and told you know, the public that by like 2020 or something that they will have remapped and recreated a human mind 
in the machine though so basically like computational strength and like memory and all that stuff turns into data and then once you create that it's like a singularity right it's this really interesting moment where it's like what makes a human a human and if a machine's better and blah 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 and there's this whole these interesting um topics about you know what's going to happen happen to the human species because we either adapt and react or we're done you know and it's just going to be a really interesting thing it's not going to be like anything we that we're thinking of now as far as um sci-fi and movies it's not even going to be anything close actually i think if anything's kind of close to it i think it would be like maybe matrix or something but yeah there's it's yeah there's going to be some really interesting um things that are happening so um usability and stuff is going to be kind of out the window it's going to be actually i feel like it's going to become more immersive like you know when you use your eyes you see things it's like it's like seeing things completely different you know yeah. it's hard to explain but i can kind of feel like what it would be like because i put so much time into thinking about this stuff <laughs> <laughs> i think ghost in the shell had, had a uh, like ghost in the shell too and stuff like that had a, a lot of that didn't it like yep it's yeah, one of the best ever yeah, yeah it, it's incredibly progressive um and the director himself is really interesting person too incredibly intel intellectual and and very much focused on these interesting things it's actually a huge focus of mine right now is ghost in a shell and just breaking that whole thing down and studying it it's because because it's it's such a masterpiece on like mm -hmm. almost every level and it's so interesting to really think about like what it's actually telling you you know there's so many multiple levels of things that you can pull from it and it's, it's interesting it's really interesting there's a yeah lots to think about with that one it's crazy check it out again yeah i try to watch it like maybe once every month or two really yeah wow. in, in akira i try to watch every this is totally off topic but i'm just talking about like manga that i love is is usually like I have like five or six that I constantly try to watch because every time I watch it, I realize how much I suck. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what, uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff you're doing is all based on Akira, isn't it? Uh, I guess so. You know, I think it's just like I'm kind of trying to combine everything that I love from my childhood and all this weird shit that's in my head, and then I just try to get it out. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think I mean I I absolutely adore those those projects you know so it's only natural for my me, me to be inspired by it and um and for it to show in my work too because uh, yeah i love it it's cool that you have you see that because um yeah it's cool i mean yeah, I, I think it's interesting good. as well like i think we're, we're kind of similar ages as well so yeah how old are you i'm kind of um influences growing up and stuff you know so Absolutely. it seems like you know i can kind of relate to you and all the stuff that you're doing and all the all the kind of drawings that you're kind of putting out it's kind of you can see all that those kind of influences that we kind of grew up with kind of in, in some of your works so that's it's awesome really, really cool. well how, awesome. how old are you 30 okay same same exact as, as age as me when's yeah. your birthday uh october 18. okay i'm in march yeah okay cool man that's awesome yeah the, so then yeah we we played video games and watched akira and yeah and actually had like interesting childhood i imagine where like nobody was afraid of like you getting like molested or just you know <laughs> hit by a car or something 
It's a weird world now. It's a bummer. Uh, yeah. I think it's just because I'm getting older, though. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe having a kid makes things a lot more scared of the way things are. It really does. Yeah, like, I, I think it makes you more aware. You're, yeah. just, you're just more aware of how much the world sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also really amazing, too. So it's, it's, it's a two-sided thing, you know, to that yeah. one. That's true. But, yeah, I don't know. But that's cool, though. Um... Yeah, my childhood and, and just the things that I love is what makes me me, you know, and um, yeah. Definitely. How could he not be, you know? So, yeah. But anyways, I was uh, reading your thing to your response to some of my emails because for those of you listening, I, I, this is the first time we're actually having a chat. And I often do that with the podcast too. I often, um, I don't even know the person. And it's so cool for me to get to know you or anybody on the podcast because it's just like super direct um, <laughs> and likewise. honest. Can you like, man, being from so far away in Australia, it's really, really, you know, quite difficult to kind of connect with people. I think. Um, yeah. And it's really cool hearing him, you, and um, I think I was, I've been listening to a few year podcasts actually. I've kind of got a really good routine going, listening to it on the, on the commute to work and. It's really cool hearing you know all all the guys that you know. It seems like you know everyone as well. So, you know, I said that in the email recently. Like you and G Mac, Mac hanging out, and all those other artists that you kind of all, all know. And there's like a really kind of tight knit community. It is kind of a bit of a shame. Like I guess that the worst thing about living in Australia, it's just so far away from everything. Well, you so know, but you know what though? Even though you're way far out there, like I live in San Diego, and I might as well be out in Australia. You know, like, <laughs> really? it's, you know, yeah, right. even though I'm close, I'm still really far away. I mean, especially having a family, it's like I never get away um, yeah. physically because I'm constantly taking care of business down here and stuff. So, it's 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 the thing that's really beautiful and amazing is like, yeah, you're you're in the future, you're way across the globe, and we're having like a, you know, an intimate conversation about like things that we love that's fucking cool you know yeah, but it's i mean it's all just a choice you know like it all it all adds up to being something but yeah i mean i met i met bradley through um this kind of stuff and our um and through prologue and stuff and then you i think you mentioned dave Raposa and stuff and yeah, oh, yeah. I, i'm a huge fan of his work and then um yeah we got the chance to hang out a little bit um when he was down in um la for a nomin thing that was really cool he's a wicked talented guy crazy talented but he, he lives on the east coast even so all right but i so mean do, do, you, are you, do you work from home do you normally yeah i work from home yeah so you're freelancing at the moment mm-hmm. i've been doing it for off and on i think for like two years now um uh, yeah it works good and you work at a studio uh yeah pretty much um yeah there's always um been on my mind freelance and all that kind of stuff and i don't know it's just still haven't kind of found the right answer you know um, sure there is yeah, no that, right answer <laughs> yeah yeah some days i wish i was at a studio just so i could be around other art creatives and yeah and then someday and then when i'm at a studio i'm like get me out of here i just want to be like left alone right <laughs> <laughs> okay. at the moment how i'm kind of doing work at lunch times and stuff. you know sometimes that doesn't even exist so yeah, yeah it's really, really difficult so i think that's probably the hardest thing in my life at the moment Kind of, kind of keep my head above water and finding a good balance between work and life, and, and also personal work kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. If you find the answer, man, you live, you get deal with it. Shit, yeah. there is no such thing. <laughs> when I, you know, what's funny is when I think I found it, 
I realize that I know I know jack shit about anything. I'm like, ah shit, man. <laughs> and that's when you, that's usually the worst part is when you think you found the solution to something and then you realize that it's absolutely not and you've gone backwards like 20 steps. And you're like, ah oh, man. But I think the at the end of the day, you just got to be happy with what you're doing. You know, if 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 you had a choice to do what you would be doing without money being the uh, the driving force what would it be yeah. Like, yeah what would it what would your because oh, that's right. that's actually getting closer to the to answering your question yeah, i find so, it hard you know like I, I do think about that stuff sometimes and i guess i really need to find time to kind of think about that stuff just to to make sure you know you're not I'm not cruising through life and kind of wasting years not not doing what i want to do but yeah it, it's hard you know uh, you would know as well like um, not having to worry about money is, 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 you know, almost like a luxury, like, especially with a, you know, a wife and kid, you know, you have, that, that is a massive responsibility that you kind of can't forget, but yeah, definitely, I, I have times where I think about if, if that wasn't an issue, what would I do? And what would it I be? Guess, what would it be? I think I'll probably concentrate more on illustration. I was telling you, um, previously that I just really, um, kind of, really falling in love with it at the moment and That's I'm kind of too. yeah not at a point where you know I'm kind of happy with the stuff I'm doing you know there's all this stuff in my mind and I'm trying to kind of put it down on paper but it I'm not quite satisfied with it yet and I guess it was like I saw this video which is really quite cool which um was was it? just like a short kind of video it was like a moment, motivational clip or something um it was just like a montage I can't remember which director did it but it was like a quote from from someone probably famous, but it just said, um, "If you spend enough time with, on something, you can be an expert at it, and then sure. eventually, if you if you become an expert at it, you know, people will want to you know uh, seek you out for it. So it's almost like if you know my kind of dream scenario, if I didn't have to worry about money, is to be able to kind of spend time doing that kind of stuff and get to a point where I'm." kind of happy and you know i guess it's almost like a constant struggle with with me i, I get really bored really easily as well <laughs> same yeah like drawing like you're such after... an artist it's so funny to hear your your thoughts because you're exactly the same as mine and no wonder we get so pissed off and depressed because yeah. our our dreams and aspiration and goals are so abstract <laughs> yeah and I, I think that that's that's me as well like i can't yeah, it was really interesting hearing your, your kind of interview about um, what was it um, Ender's Game? How are you trying to keep in love with it for a year? Oh yeah, I think that's, that resonated massively with me because that's I can't so I get stuff so quickly. Yeah, like, I started on a drawing and I, I kind of get into it and I, oh, I got a new idea and I kind of just scrap that one and just move on. And, you got to figure yeah. out your rhythm then, you know. Like I'm the same way. That's why I just sketch. And I only give them like a certain amount of time, so I, I can't get tired of them, and I'm always wanting more. Yeah. And the yeah, I'm the same exact way, dude. And but yep. you gotta find what you gotta find your time. Like you gotta find like, at what time do you stop liking something, and then you need to either like be diligent about pushing through it, or yeah. you gotta just like be like, fuck it, this is my style. This is when. This is when my soul stops giving, you know, and be like, you know, you can use many excuses, you know, Definitely. there's the badasses that I, like, I admire the guys that push through, you know, but 
but yeah, yeah. it's not easy <laughs> it's never yeah and then sometimes i don't I, I don't know maybe i'm like um i don't know i've got like ocd or something but <laughs> i find like um you know i can't stick like sometimes i get bored even of the illustration and i go you know work on a, on a game idea or you know even styles of illustration you know i start kind of going down the track of like the stuff i'm kind of used to which is kind of like you know, inspired by all the, you know, the manga and anime kind of stuff, similar to your kind of stuff, like, or in terms of inspiration. Um, but then I kind of change styles and I think, oh, I'm going to try that style and all that kind of stuff. Right? Uh, I'm all like... You think you're uh, a victim it... of the digital age? You think that might be it? Maybe. I think Maybe. I am too. <laughs> also, yeah, I was, I was listening to you on um, your talk with GMAC and it was talking about how, how um, he, he loved kind of uh, learning programs and kind of mastering and stuff. Whereas... For me, it's, it's a little bit different in that the stuff that kind of gets me really excited is kind of learning new techniques and kind of, oh, geez, you know, um, being able to kind of see, like when, when ZBrush is kind of out, I was like so excited. I kind of had to jump in there and give it a go and kind of think, oh, shit, I'd love to kind of get a handle on it. So if I ever have a project, I, I kind of, you know, know my way around it or, if it's like a different style, I just kind of try to dissect it and go, oh yeah, yeah. Try to, you know, kind of claim those styles, but what ends up happening is I've got all these kind of loose ends all over the place and they're <laughs> like a really unified kind of look. You sound oh. like me, dude. You're like my twin. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it doesn't get any easier. Honestly, just gets it keeps piling up. Do you ever have you ever have anxiety attacks? Oh yeah, uh, I, I kind of get I don't know, I get stressed. Yeah. Not so much anxiety. Yeah, maybe the word anxiety is the wrong word, but you get like, do you ever get depressed from the amount of things that you don't finish? <laughs> you ever get that? Yeah. I get overwhelmed. I think I don't know. I think my well, be honest, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just there's so many fucking things I want to do, but I just don't have time. Like, I think time's just like the most precious kind of resource at the moment, you know? But yeah. So you can't, can't, so you can't give it to people. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, but, you're, you're well, we're 30 years old now. We're starting to realize how precious time is. You know, when, yeah. well, I don't know if you had the same thing, but when I was like 15, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'll just sleep all day, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was just like a little shithead. Yeah. And and then the older you get, you're like, wait, no, my back hurts, <laughs> like shit. <laughs> I need to go back, and I need to I need to fix myself, or I need to I need to really be cautious about the things that I do. Do you have any physical outlets that you do too? Sorry. Do you do any physical I'm things like, as well? Um, I, I used to go boxing and stuff like that with with my mate, but um, yeah, I've, I've kind of let that drop as well. It seemed like as soon as the kid hit, like um. When my wife was pregnant, you know, uh, I guess she kind of stopped exercising and I kind of stopped exercising. I guess we have gone through a, a pretty tough year this year and that, you know, that, that was one stress. But then we kind of bought a, our, um, bought a house. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys you know, are busy. Stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Like, that, that <laughs> was super overwhelming for me, you know. I've never oh, bought yeah. a house before. Oh. About all this kind of stuff. And, oh, man, I don't know the first way around it. So. Domesticated man, dude. Yeah. Far out within a year, and I was just thrown in the deep end, so I kind of had to kind of grow up really quickly. So, um, it's good though, it's good. You know, yeah, oh, it's freaking awesome. I'm, 
I'm really enjoying it, but I'm kind of, I reckon I've aged like 10 years in, in one year. <laughs> partly because of it, because I just got so stressed. I felt like I was going to die at one point, you know? Yeah. I actually remember laying on the bed and going, oh, geez, I think I'm having a heart attack. But, well, it's not normal. You know, yeah. You get over it and, and, you know, hopefully I'll start, I better start picking that stuff up again. Well, it's so interesting to think, see like where we've come from as species, as animals, you know, like what we're doing now and the domestication and economy and money and like all these really weird abstract things and how they rule our lives. And it's just yeah. such a trip. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> this is a trip because like it's dictating my living. It's dictating my mental state. It's just weird to me. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely. I guess. Oh, this, it's hard. I always struggle with it. Like, you know, I really get a huge thrill about doing, you know, the art side of things, except also, you know, I also enjoy, you know, the family life. Like, I'm glad, you know, um, I have fun time, you know, spending spending time with the family at home and stuff. And that's through all that kind of stuff, you know, like all that um, saving up money to do all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it does kind of rule, rule our lives, but there's, you know, I do enjoy it, you know, sometimes. So yeah. I, I kind of struggle with the balance, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 maybe. it's a challenge. It's a challenge to balance it all. And you'll find it even harder as it goes on. But yeah, as long as you find... Like, that's why I was asking you that question because I asked myself that question about six months ago and I was like, yeah. oh shit, like I'm not on the right path and I think it's important. It's easy, yeah. especially being a parent and having all these distractions and, you know, bills yeah. and blah, 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 yeah. um, to not give yourself some self-reflection time. Yeah, um, but yeah, once you do, then you can go like, oh shit, like I really want to do this. And I didn't intend, I didn't intend to like spend, you know, a year giving it away to somebody, you know, I, I actually should be doing this, you know, and whatever your heart desires you know and, but yeah. that that question is always good and if, especially for anybody that's listening like ask yourself that like if money wasn't an option what you would you be doing and even if it's like as stupid as like i just want to like pet i want to cut hair for animals you know <laughs> like i guarantee you if you're really good at it like there's a market for it you know? <laughs> like, yeah like it's it's i mean it's if anything, the way that the system works now is there's so much allowance for people to do obscure things and get paid for it um, because of how many people there are in this world now and, and people are like weird shit. So, yeah. Stefano. I, I was going to say as well, it's really awesome that you're doing these, these podcasts because even hearing through some of, the, some of the other guests that you've had on, it's just cool to hear, you know, um, a lot of the guys that you hang out with are so positive, you know, that they kind of talk about all their struggles and, you know, it's nice to hear that reassurance from such awesome artists that, you know, they have similar issues and that they have to deal with, but, you know, they've kind of just gone shit done and, you know, doing, you know, releasing books and making movies or, you know, just going out and doing shit despite all those kind of things. It kind of is really, really encouraging. So That's I think even... Man. Even discovering your, your podcast and kind of starting to listen to it, is, I've just got all this, you know, resurgence of energy and That's feel good. like I'm stuff now. So, and it's, it's kind of helping because your, your, your messages are really nice as well, you know. Cool. You really kind of pumped me up as well. <laughs> well, you should, yeah. man. Well, yeah, I didn't realize it because if, for those of you that are listening, we started to get to t uh, chatting on an email. 
and then I started to see, um, I was like, so tell me a little bit about yourself and then about you. And, and then you sent me a link to your website and, and be prior to that, I didn't know that you did this stuff. I just thought you were really into the like future user interface. And then I saw that you drew and I was like, Oh, so then I shared some, some of my art with you and it was cool chatting with you. So yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and, um, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with all this podcast stuff. Um, it, it's, it gives me way more than I give it, yeah. you know, like it's just, it's um it's actually helped redirect me and help like focus me um because of the talks that i have with these my peers or my friends or people that i admire and um yeah it's i think it just shows i mean there's there's a lot of things that make something successful and i and, and there's there's something that's interesting that's happening with this and and everybody that's listening and thank you so much for all like the amazing emails and notes and stuff i mean it all it's it all means a lot to me and i and i'm glad you guys are enjoying it you know so yeah and i guess the other cool thing that was like a common theme throughout all your podcasts it seems like i think um i only keep mentioning the gmail point because that was the most recent one i heard but yeah it's um, a good one. <laughs> yeah i love all that you know i think maybe it's that we're getting older or whatever but it seems like all these things that you know about giving back and sharing and all that kind of stuff it seems like for me anyway like with all the different projects that i've done um the huds and goodies kind of site was just like a purely kind of selfless one and that's kind of the one that's been you know almost the most rewarding yeah it's, it's awesome like i think everybody I, I think that's what's awesome about the guys that you get onto your podcast is like everyone's kind of in that same mentality that you know it's really good to help other people there's no kind of you know, forget all that kind of bullshit about being competitive and all that it's all kind of just you got to help each other and sometimes that turns out to be the best freaking thing you know and for me it's most rewarding you know in you know from my soul and even just all the all the great things that's kind of come out of it it's, it's i think it's a really good good thing that you've kind of pushing out there totally man giving is 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 just as important as it's, it's giving is receiving you know so and it's funny i mean I, I asked a lot of people to come on the podcast and not everybody says yeah you know and and, and it's interesting who says yes and who says no you know <laughs> and when you say no it's like oh okay i i, I mean either <laughs> either they have their reasons or i'm like you're just an asshole you know like <laughs> but you know I'm, I'm just joking around they probably have their reasons maybe they're just shy or something i don't know but um not everybody's you know up for this you know so but the people that are i mean it's just it's just cool it's just giving you know it's and even if it's just our time you know it's it's all free and it's all just chatting and when when i was starting out um drawing or designing because the user interface stuff like i think i told you i didn't ever did that stuff before and ender's game was the first ever did it that stuff with and so i just kind of threw myself into it and I didn't really know much. It would have helped if I would have been able to hear like Gmonk talk about some of his shit because there was some email or some um, interviews and stuff. But in this day and age, it's like, um, I mean, I love reading. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like a lazy asshole, but for certain, <laughs> for certain things, like I like to, I like to hear it, you know, like, um, and I think it's a different way of of digesting material you know audiobooks like i constantly listen to um, directors commentaries and stuff like that's a big yeah. thing Good, because you learn so much about the process through these like david fincher's or really scott and all that stuff which segues into um something i really want to talk to you about because you mentioned that you're really into sci-fi and i love a good sci-fi film i hate a bad sci-fi film but yeah. i wanted to talk to you like what do you 
what are some of your favorite films like in the sci-fi genre you're in and correct me if i'm wrong you are sci-fi like you're into sci-fi and all that stuff right i am i am but i'm not i guess um i'm not as kind of versed in film as you you and you know all, all of the, dude get nerdy with me dude get nerdy yeah with me. you know you, <laughs> Yeah, uh, co-host from the, the few podcasts oh, yeah. start here, or whatever. Yeah, Iggy, and, he's crazy. You know, my my knowledge of films. So sometimes my my appreciation for um for films is very kind of basic. Well, that's good. But, uh, There's all the yeah. different levels, you know. Like there, yeah. a film a film has has more levels than any experience I think than is ever humanly possibly made. I think it combines all the arts. It combines music and. Um, film and, and concept art and art itself and photography and all these things and it all comes to one and there's all these different stages you know and 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 everybody has a different experience either the viewer or the creator or the collaborator and it's it's cool like every even like I'm just trying to basically say like don't downgrade yourself because that's just as important as the director I think as you as according to your viewpoint and who you are and what you're know your experience with it is so anyways i'll yeah. shut up tell me what films, no, tell just, me what films you like <laughs> my answers aren't going to be because of an appreciation for filmmaking it's more because i guess some of those films have just kind of made me you know really love it for some reason or i'll, I'll get something out of it it's probably you know of course star wars and you know um you know aliens predator district nine all those kind of ones you know they're sure. just always there's so many man uh, yeah. just, you know blade runner all those things that just blows my mind i just I, I think out of all the genres in in film that's the most exciting for me um why do you think it is i think i don't know it's just a big challenge i think when when you're doing like a period drama or something you know you're kind of looking back on things that already exist whereas when you're dealing with sci-fi you're in a whole new territory you know yeah um even for some things you you're gonna kind of readdress everything from costumes to you know language or the way you interact with things which is i guess the stuff i love as well but you know the the vehicles you know the the, the whole, it's just so kind of open and there's i guess um so many cool ideas as well i guess that's i guess a lot of the films other films or dramas and, and thrillers and stuff it's all kind of either existing in a, a previous time or current time where you know you're kind of used to all that stuff whereas you know with a sci-fi film you're always going to be introduced to something new or it's always kind of um, driven by imagination so yeah i was going to say that perhaps you resonate cool. with the imagination side of it you know and you're and you click with that and i think that's the same for me and most fans of sci-fi and not because we don't like the world we live in now it's just that our curiosity and our imagination is cool it's cool to you know see what other people think of the future or how they tell it you know maybe that after talking about that it's kind of like what you said about being an artist and trying to put that into to you know paper and visualize all that stuff maybe subconsciously that's why we kind of like sci-fi stuff oh yeah i think absolutely it is you know it's what we resonate with. Mm. It's something that I think that underline, you know, it's all psychological when you really sit down and, and, and analyze it. At least for me, I always like to, I always like to ask, you know, why is the sky blue? You know, like for everything. Yeah. And I guess it's just the way my brain works, but yeah, you know, there's a reason why. Um, and, 
and like you know there's a certain film that resonates with you like you know like you mentioned a, a more recent film like district nine and stuff there you know it just really psychoanalyze like the reasons why you like that you'll probably find that there's a similarity between all those i didn't realize it until i really started studying it and then i also being immersed in um having friends that were smarter than me at this kind of stuff and, and educating me on it and then me getting my own education from it it was interesting as well like discovering like oh why do i you know before i used to just enjoy it and just like i just enjoy it for that reason kind of takes the magic out of it but at the same time you get to understand like what ingredients are in the food that you're eating i guess so yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't think i do that enough like i mean even before the podcast i kind of started thinking about uh you know what how did how did i even start this idol how, how did i even get to this point and it was only because you kind of asked me on the podcast that i had that moment of, holy shit maybe i should uh have a think about all those things that kind of led up to this point and, you know, <laughs> just think but I, I don't do that enough like i don't remember the last time i kind of did that and stop and kind of take it take a moment and think about things yeah so reflection is really vital i think it's key to development i think it allows you to grow faster i believe so yeah there's some like um high like spiritual like religion kind of stuff that's really key on self-reflection because it allows you to evaluate you know if you, yeah. and, it, and it's it i think it's part of evolution if you don't if you just keep bat and like smashing your head against the wall and don't realize there's a door you know <laughs> like you know but um it's it's all at different levels right but yeah. i think it's pretty key there's this one book and i, I promote it a lot um Oh yeah, I know what it is. It's uh, a <laughs> manage your day to day, and I brought it up quite a few times in the podcast, right. in the podcast, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> dude, yeah, probably don't understand what I'm saying. No, no, dude, you're you don't you you have like the faintest accent. So oh uh, really? Yeah. I, I hang out in New York for a little while, and and some of the guys had no idea what I was saying. Really? But, um, yeah, I was saying I was I was talking about sharks. You know sharks. Yeah, sharks. Sharks. Sharks, um, yeah, sharks. Sharks, like sharks. Yeah. Sharks, <laughs> yeah, sharks. Sharks. You know, it's weird. They should be. They should be privy to that because, like, um, like in Boston, they kind of use the same a, like the, the ba and the ca, the shacks. <laughs> Go swim the shacks. Yeah, like it's. I don't know. They shouldn't. Whatever those. Now you're 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 you have like zero to no accent. I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. And if people can't understand you, I just don't, I have no I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> no, but I mean, you were saying about your path and stuff. Um. Oh yeah. I just oh, even thinking about how how this started. You know, like I was hearing about all. Um. I think it was Dan Danny Lavarisi. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even like most of the guys that. Uh, in the podcast I've heard, all kind of had like drawing as a kid as, as a, like a really common kind of um, starting out and you know I started thinking about all that stuff and it just yeah it was really interesting all the stuff that kind of got me to this point so yeah. really weird stories that I, I always thought you know I was just a normal kid but it turns out I probably wasn't I was probably a weirdo kid <laughs> okay. that's so a beauty kind of, in it though well one weird thing was like I was thinking about how um kind of started and you know drawing as a kid and then you know my parents owned a restaurant like a lot of the guys that he had on had artists as parents but my my dad was like a chef and my mom was like out in the, the front of the restaurant yeah you grew and, up in a restaurant right 
I guess they kind of came over to Australia. Like my mum's um, family kind of uh, lived in Vietnam, so it was during the war and all that kind of stuff. So my mum had to. Come. So are you Vietnamese? Or are you like mixed up? I'm Chinese. So I'm Chinese. My, okay. My mum's from China originally, mm. but like she was born in Vietnam, and then my dad's from Hong Kong. So I'm Chinese, born in Australia, but um, I guess you're just a human. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's weird though. Like I, it was, I spent a lot of my childhood in that Chinese restaurant because um, I guess my mom would be there for like most of the day, like you know, 11, 11 in the morning to like midnight every day, and um, having like an hour break during dinner and and lunch, and so I kind of spent his time with my brother, kind of just drawing a lot, and kind of we just have these competitions where. You know, he'd, he'd say something like a horse, and then we'd back have to draw it, and then we kind of judge each other, and you know that kind of escalated sometimes, like wrestling matches and like beating each other up. But you know, we we're all drawing and stuff. And I remember even when when we'd have a break and we'd go, you know, you have Target over there, you know, that um, department store Target. Yeah, <laughs> you're all Target, uh, and you said Target. <laughs> yeah, we have Target here. It's like um, it's Target. It's a fancy Walmart. Yeah, right. It's the same shit. Um, same shit. But we, I guess, um, I remember, like, there was a weird memory that, I was, uh, maybe I'm just babbling, but I remember, um, my mum would have to, had to go to Target and, um, <laughs> stick out the, shit. The, yeah, the comics, and, uh, you know, there's probably, like, that I have an extensive comics kind of, uh, collection, there's probably, like, five in, like, a, one of those wire racks, spinning racks, but I'd always seek out, you know, like, the X-Men comics and stuff, and just kind of, look at every single page and you know I was like I don't know, like seven or six or something like that and I didn't have any money didn't have any pocket so I just kind of study all that stuff and then rush rush back to the restaurant and kind of draw that and put it on paper and but holy shit that's kind of um a good kind of uh, realization of a lot of the stuff I like to do you know I was talking about how I like to analyze stuff and kind of pull things apart to figure out how they're done mm. that's kind of also like um the blog you know like a lot of the UI stuff, I'm just kind of looking at it and trying to figure out how it's done and, and for what reason. And it's like, that was like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't know that. And it was only because you invited us to the podcast that I started thinking about those weird memories. But That's good. It's really good. George, um, George Hall had the same thing, I think, happened to him because he was like, yeah. he said he doesn't reflect on stuff. And then when the podcast came up, he was like, oh yeah, I was doing some reflection. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not until somebody asks me do I think about that and that's actually probably a good sign because you're just focused on it but I think it's good to sit back and go like oh where'd that come from and just to think about it because actually it's funny that you mentioned all those things because we are the same age and like yeah I remember like you know being in the grocery store being like peace out mom like just going over to the little rack and like grabbing yeah. this is before they had them all in sleeves where people cared about comics it's so stupid now okay. it's like everything's sneeze protected you can't even like freaking read and look through the art anymore <laughs> because they like they put like this amazing art in the front and then the art inside is this garbage you end up spending like <laughs> six bucks and you're like fuck this man anyways but yeah i remember those days where it was just all about you know finding cool art in, abs yeah. in in abstract areas you know like back in the day before the internet and stuff now it's so weird with the internet if you use it as a tool it's just such a it's fucking like crazy it's like you're in the grocery store but instead of like this wire rack of comics yeah. it's like you have the entire store 
have everything and it's up to your own imagination and how well you're able to navigate it to find the thing that you need it's just crazy fucking nuts you need to be fucking disciplined as well like like i think what was that uh the, the podcast you had with um the hyperlight drifter guy mm, yeah was, alex preston yeah. the last one we did yeah that was yeah, great yeah. i was just in, like halfway through that one but how impressive is that guy's success he sounds freaking awesome. He's so a, cool, man. I'm so happy to hear that kind of stuff. It just makes me super pumped up for, for yeah. him. I don't even know him, but it was so cool to, um, you know, that's it takes an incredible amount of work, and he did it, and it's it's fucking awesome, man. It's yeah. So cool. But sorry, Same. you were going to say? Oh, no. I'm getting sidetracked as well. But no, that's okay. Was, what was that? Um, I was the dude who was doing the last man standing stuff as well. Yeah, that's Danny. Yeah. Yeah, he's freaking. Yeah, he was like, his his uh, what he is doing sounds like incredible. You know, the where he's kind of heading, all that, um, creating a whole universe and getting getting it picked up and stuff. That was pretty. Yeah, you um, know, might as well. Yeah, I don't know. I was what was I? Was I think I was just saying that, man. Um, oh yeah, just having the internet and all that kind of stuff. You it's gonna be really disciplined because you just lose yourself and you end up wasting a shitload of time. <laughs> you got to be really smart about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're, because we were talking about that website found, that's what you're saying, right? And, so, and, and found is like, it's like art, art porn. Yeah, it has porn on there now, but it was used to be like just art porn. But it was yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's like the best rack in the, in the store, basically. <laughs> but you can like, you know, you can get completely lost in it and then you don't get anything done. Yeah. And, and that's when I started realizing, um, because I was looking at that stuff too much and I started realizing like, oh fuck, you know, like I'm not even creating my own shit. Like yeah. I'm just sitting here being a fanboy, and like, that's cool. But like, I need to put equal, if not more time into working on my craft, you know, you know, the whole 10,000 hour rule, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a matter of putting the time in. It's yeah. funny to me that I'll, it's, um, you have this, um, intrigue and curiosity with, uh, graphic user interface and HUDs and stuff and, and you're obviously a designer but like on your website I don't see any like user interface stuff like is it just something that you admire and you never do it or is it something no, that I do it. I think it's, it's more a reflection on how um, Slack I've been updating the site but I think um, a lot of a lot of the stuff I, I do at, at my work is basically kind of um, a lot to do with user interaction and stuff like that so um there should be more stuff like that and i guess i'll probably be doing more of that kind of work um well, but yeah you want to <laughs> kind of, um, i'm not forcing you dude <laughs> i just yeah i just haven't updated the site really but man i, I don't know like I, I keep like i said i keep jumping from things to things <laughs> maybe you'll find a balance between the two of them there you know do you know what i just I just get excited about stuff like um, I, I've been really fascinated by that idea of, you know in Japan how there's like artists that are just you know they they paint they they do architecture they they do music and they do anything but they're just an artist and they're not kind of they're creative stuck. yeah yeah they, they can apply it to anything and I've just been fascinated with that kind of idea that that's why I guess I don't know I keep jumping from from thing to thing and I guess I'm more like in terms of what you were talking about in my dream kind of state, I'd probably be more um, maybe focused on illustration, but maybe jumping from project to project, you know, like 
you know, maybe work on a, on a game or something, um, even like a, a small iPhone game or something, and then move on to like a, a user interface and then maybe go back to illustration or just straight graphic design or something, you know? Well, as long um, as you're happy, I guess it doesn't matter. The thing that I always remember too is when I'm stretching myself too thin because I like both worlds is just as much and I don't think that there's that big of a difference because it's all the same amount of time. But the thing I always remember is a, is, is a quote my friend Gary told me like a long time ago that I always remember when it come, when I start getting really conflicted is is you can be a jack of all trades or a master of none. Yeah. And that's scary to me because I'd rather just master it. And there's that one film, uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. It's like one of my favorite oh. documentaries. It's so fucking good. I bring yeah. I talk about it a lot on the podcast. If you if you're listening yeah. and you haven't watched it, like do yourself a favor, go watch it. It'll blow your mind because it's just so impressive. And if you're if you're if you are listening, you, what we're saying is resonating. Like yeah, you'll 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 get inspired from this guy's determination. Have you seen it? No, I've been wanting to see it. Oh, dude. Man, you I'm need no to time. see that. Yeah, we got the baby. Busy talking is busy talking to me across the ocean. <laughs> but um, well, but does he talk about being trying to be focused on just one thing and being really good, or is he kind of an example where you can be like you know, um, a master of all trades? No, he's a he's a master of of, of sushi. Yeah, yeah, the art of it and and all its facets. Um, but he's an example, like an amazing example. Um, and the way that they capture his story and what he's doing and what he did. He's like 80 years old. You just have to see it, but it's incredibly inspiring. It's very Japanese and Japanese culture itself is, is very much a, has these really deep traditional traits that I wish that the rest of the world had some of them. It's a bummer. Yeah. Like I really wish, like that's why I love martial arts because it instills those like bits about that culture that I love so much. And so but yeah, you should check it out. It's it's. I don't even know how to ex- explain how good it is. It's just it's just one of those films that. Yeah, I try to watch that every like two or three months because. Yeah, there's but I I mean I work when I work I have films on you know. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah. I can't do that. I can't concentrate. I'm gonna be like right into it. But... Oh really? Uh, this is interesting you say. I don't want, I don't want to be like sound like you know, sucking up to you or whatever. But it seems like you know. I only kind of discovered you through, you know, that, that, you know, graphic user interface kind of side of things. And then when I went to your site and I saw you doing the illustration, I was like, holy shit, man. He's like uh, kill, killing it in like multiple films. So hopefully, oh, thanks, you know. Dude. Trying to, trying to. It's like a master of all, all different things. Yeah, I'm very far from it though on everything though, you know, at least that's how I feel. So yeah. um, maybe from your perspective, but it's funny, isn't that how it is too? Like even when you think you're good you're not and then people think that you are it's, it's interesting and then you got guys like justin bieber who's like makes billions of dollars and it's like <laughs> d- d- i don't even know what he has between his ears you know it's like it's interesting when you have like you know it's the world is it's, a, a, it's a mind fuck man yeah right you, know, you just gotta you can't be you know that satisfied with yourself otherwise you're gonna kind of stop what you're doing or you're gonna start pushing it yeah, well, that's. Um, but yeah, man, from an outsider's point of view, your stuff's like you know, kicking ass from both sides. You know? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just getting started. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, but I don't know about the balance and stuff and trying to juggle it. Um, yeah. You just got to love it. And then now you got your house and your baby. So, you know, yeah, you got to decide. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
in, but it sounds like you don't have other like other big distractions so you can still make it happen That's i have true. a couple podcasts i have this one podcast that you should hear yeah. um, they had um one of my favorite artists mike mignola he he created a hellboy i think right. you actually probably like his style and you guys have similar styles um right. the stuff i see as he's, he's great because he's such a graphic designer whether he knows it or not this way he uses shapes and um he does this whole he was like a guest on a podcast where he talked about his whole kind of like his creative path and how he started out and when he started out he just wanted to be like an inker that's all he wanted to do oh, and then yeah. then he discovered that he could draw and then he like slowly built himself up and the same for like todd mcfarlane there's a really great documentary on todd mcfarlane called the devil you know it's on youtube it's like a seven part thing you can watch it. It's, it's awesome. Send me all these links. You know, you know what it might happen is uh, I have a friend of mine, Andrew, who um, listens to the podcast and he's super yeah. rad because I don't have usually have time to put the links all together. And he he goes oh, yeah. through, listens to it, and pulls all the links out and then puts them on the, on the SoundCloud oh. for everybody, which is super awesome. Yeah. But I'll have I'll definitely um, you just remind me which ones that because I can't remember. Well, well actually, I, I just thought. I could just listen to the podcast and just run there. But, uh, <laughs> well, really... Yeah, I'll, I'll, you just tell me which ones and I'll tell you, but it's it's the Mike Mignolo one. <laughs> this is so yeah. funny. We're like talking about the links that will be on the fucking page. No, it's, you know, I've never done a podcast before. So <laughs> no, dude, don't. Dude, it's a conversation, you know. It's not it's yeah. not formal at all. That's like It's weird when I, I've heard a couple really great podcasts and I've heard some really shitty ones, and usually the ones I hate are like when they're too formal and they feel super like... Yeah, it's like, like, oh, so uh, where'd you grow up? And oh, boo boo. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. This is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a bit crass about it, so. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, but yeah, thanks, dude. And uh, yeah, you should check those. I think those will resonate with you really well, especially if you're wanting to get more into drawing and art and creating and finding yourself as an illustrator, you know? It's weird, the more hours you put into it, too. It's interesting. There's, uh, I don't, do you use Twitter as well? Do you use that? Yeah. Yep. You should try and find Anthony Jones. He's my friend Anthony, and he has these like little. He drops like a quote every day, and All he's right. got these like really brilliant little like artistic quotes that are like will like shake you to the bone if you like really listen to what he's saying, and he's yeah. it's just like little advice nuggets on life, and it's. Um, they'll resonate with you really well i think too i had him on the podcast uh, a couple episodes ago yeah he's a great guy super awesome he's another kickstarter success he he got his uh he's publishing a book on his art he's super pumped on it so which is awesome so i'm super super proud of him and and i think that's another thing too is as people that are listening it's like you see how i try to surround myself with as many positive um, powerful people as I can like good people and just genuine people you know like if you spent you know a good amount of time with like um, I don't know I'm trying to think of somebody you know not an artist <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's a shame that's so stupid I should be so much better at this I'm so into art it's so dumb I'm no, trying that's... to think of like um like Gandhi, story. like if you hung out with like a guy like Gandhi or like the Dalai Lama, you know, if you spent like months with the Dalai Lama, I'm sure you'd be a different person, you know. And that's it's interesting to say about what's that say about us as humans? It's like we're so 
the people that we surround ourselves with where we are in our environment we're very impressionable you know and acknowledging that it's a really interesting thing so that's a scientific thing as well i think like if you surround yourself by negative people like it's just natural that you're going to become that way as well i think i think there's like, like jail, a, a standard you know? standard yeah. yeah it's like why jails aren't really that good that's why i think like people yeah. that commit heinous crimes should just be murdered and get out of the fucking picture <laughs> i have some opinions about that stuff <laughs> i can tell yeah I just, just you're wasting space get out of here you've you've had your chance <laughs> but no but definitely you know it you know you're you are who you surround yourself with so if you surround yourself with like shithead people that aren't going anywhere in their life, I guarantee you're going to rub off on you. But if you surround yourself with artists that are better than you, you know, that's what makes some of these companies so great. I think like Pixar and stuff, like it's just like this amazing hub of like really smart, humble people that are willing to put their differences aside to create something beautiful. And like seriously, I mean, Pixar is like probably one of the best things to happen to animation since like the original disney movies you know so and, and then some you know it's just it's just so fucking good like their films for the most part you know i'm not going to say the ones i don't like but the ones i love are just so great and i can watch those all the time yeah if you had a dream project what would it be dream project yeah hmm. i don't know man oh, well, it's weird because I'd say like big, big kind of productions and stuff like that. But in reality, I don't know if I do like that kind of stuff. Uh, I had a huge kind of dilemma when I was kind of starting out and I was kind of down the track of, you know, not sure where I was going to go, but it was always animation or you know, even 3D or, or motion graphics and stuff. And then as I started kind of um, exploring that kind of avenue and working within a, a studio or a team, I kind of like got to the realization that you know, things like the Pixar movies and stuff is just so, such a huge production and huge. Uh, Become uh, a cog in a wheel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could do it. Like, I was, I was talking to my brother a lot back then, just thinking about the fact that you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, um, uh, work on like say Shrek or something and do it just <laughs> renders his pocket or something. You know, like Shrek. Or words like know. render his ass cheeks or something. <laughs> yeah. well, I put that rock in there or something. I'll do a, um, maybe I'm like um, a bit of a um, control freak or something, but it's, it's always like projects where, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to, I, I do it like collaboration and stuff, but at the end of the day, I, I get frustrated when like something turns out and it's kind of not, not what I kind of intended, but... I know Danny Yount or something, he was talking about how, you know, nowadays he kind of collaborates and it turns out better than he expected, which is really fucking cool, but yeah. I don't know. Well, about... He's got the right teammates. He's amassed, yeah. his, he's amassed yeah. the right amount of people that he he collaborates with, and which creates great scenarios, you know? Yeah. 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 I guess if I was to do a dream project, it would probably be, um, when I was hearing about Dan Levisi and how he, he's created a universe where basically he's got all these kind of thoughts from his head in, into you know some kind of form on paper and then being able to kind of turn that into like a book or you know a comic series or a game or, or a film or something that sounds like you know wow that, that, that sounds like the best kind of scenario you know there you it's go just whatever you put down in your 
from your head and being able to just do whatever you want from it. That, yeah. that sounds fucking awesome. Well, you better fucking do it now because you just said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. It's that's true. Yeah. I mean, you just you just said it. Yeah. So I've been. I don't know if you noticed it, but I've been psychologically moving you into the direction of what you're going for. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast therapist. There you go. <laughs> but no, if you think about it, the things that you've said, the key words, it's you know, it's been like, you know, like you like to have control, and and it's not like it's a bad thing, and that's good, and you want to make universes, and you like to create, and the things that you resonate with are usually imagination. There's this one brain test you should take too. I just did it the other day. It was pretty funny. It yeah. tests to see if you're left or right brained. Do you use your left hand? Yeah. Are you left handed? No, right. You're right handed? Are you, you left handed? Yeah, I'm left handed. So I use I, I I did the test and I was like seventy percent right brain and then thirty percent left brain because you know how it's flipped. So if you're left handed you use the right side of your brain, which is like the visual spatial. And then the left oh, supposedly right. is like the critical thinking planning. Yeah. Yep. I had my wife try it and she was right in the middle. And I was like, no wonder you're always conflicted. She's like exactly the same. <laughs> like, oh man, no wonder that would be the worst. At least I have one thing that overtakes me. It's the creativity, but you should try it. Then you'll be able to yeah, see I'll like, love. oh really, you know, maybe you are conflicted. Maybe you're both, but maybe I you're not. But, yeah. I, I think I've got some of both. I think sometimes it doesn't flow that easily and sometimes I've got a real like kind of mathematical kind of brain so sure. maybe it's a bit of both sure sure probably oh if you also if you really want to like build build um build stories or build your own world and stuff you should look up the literature from Joseph Campbell like he was uh, George Lucas's teacher and then also there's a book called Invisible Ink it's uh really cool um just it's people can use it literally and, and make you know template stories or whatever blah blah blah. but um the things that you can pull from there to create a resonating story and, and tell a good story it's pretty cool you know like i subscribe to That's some cool. of it and some some of it i don't but for the most part it's it's good powerful knowledge so it's it's called invisible ink it's a little book small book it's pretty cheap awesome. on amazon you could probably get it probably get it used for like a dollar or something but it's a quick read like i think i read it in like two hours or something so, oh, really? Yeah, and I pulled a bunch That's of things from it. That's another thing cool about this podcast. Like, even just talking, I've got like 50,000 books that uh, <laughs> need to start reading. Dude, you know, when you, man. I you, like, like, used to just, like from the podcast, like the, the, the few that I've read, it's just like throwing out books and, <laughs> and stuff, which is really That's all awesome. the people listening. It's fucking cool to hear like, yeah, you should check out this book and you, you should check out that book. But usually yeah. you get that from just talking to people, but for the public, everyone gets to hear it. So. Dude, That's I would, really cool, man. I would love to do a book review thing. I think what we might do sometime oh, yeah. soon is do um, film commentary soon, I think. on like I'll pull... I think Miche and I might do one on, on Blade Runner pretty soon. And we're just going to watch Blade awesome. Runner and then like talk about all the things That's that we know cool. about it. <laughs> Super That's nerdy, awesome. but it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if like people care about what the hell we have to say about Blade Runner. But... Oh. But I've, oh, we've done so much research. Like I have books on it, and like I've watched and read a lot of interviews, and there's all kinds of like really weird things that the average listener might not know. So it's kind of I don't know. It's oh, that's cool. Like at the end of the day, like who cares? Who gives a shit? Most people that that kind of want to hear it. But if there's like even like there's like a quote about you know doing doing something that don't do something that a million people will, will like. Do do something that ten people fucking love. So. 
Yeah. Same shit. Like, like ten people that fucking out, it's kind of worth doing. Totally. Well, if if yeah, it, we we're only doing it because we thought it would be fun. Because <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> it's reverse engineering because I love movies, you know. So you, if you love illustration, yeah. you should reverse engineer everything and try to figure out. Yeah. And so you just <laughs> follow your favorite illustrators and then figure out how they did what they did, you know, the size that they draw and the the materials that they use and blah blah blah, you know. But I reckon that's a hard thing in materials, like when I analyze stuff like when it comes to even like digital digital stuff, even getting the brush settings right is a, a big kind of um, kind of hurdle and, and so like when it comes to brushes and, and all that kind of stuff, I think that's when analyzing um, Analyzing illustrations, sorry, and that's sometimes the hardest. Like getting it, but end of the day, when you do find out, sometimes it's like the simplest thing. Yeah, fuck, yeah. It's so weird. Like, it's so much. It's like uh, maybe I get the same joy out of that stuff as you do analyzing film. Sure, sure. I mean, it's all the journey, right? And just playing with things until it fits. You know, so it's like Legos. You know, so yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's cool. Well, I expect to hear from you, um, you know, sooner than a year. But after a year's up, I want to. You better be having your store, your book going or something. Oh, cool, that's cool. <laughs> just, just have fun with it, you know. Fall in love with it. Just enjoy it. Yeah, because it'll be fun, you know. It sounds like that's what you want to do. So, but who knows? If you're like me, you'll change your mind quickly. Probably after this podcast, you'll be like, man, I. I kind of want to just build build cars or something. Gonna, I think I feel like uh, even to, like I don't know like a lot of, a lot of my mates like um that I hang out with aren't necessarily you know creative types and stuff like that. So it's really cool to actually talk to someone who you know um, even just chatting to you for like the last last you know how hour or so. It's just it's really pumped me up. You know, I just want to like get get on the doing stuff. So I, like it's freaking awesome to to chat to people like you. Cool, man. And, um, Doesn't it feel yeah. like it's like grade school again? You ever find like you ever have a friend in grade school, where it's like he could draw too, and because you're kids, you both draw like drew like shit, so it's okay, and then you'd like do drawing battles and stuff. That's what it reminds me of. Like now, it's just like, hey, let's talk about art and be nerdy. It's like fun, yeah. and it's cool yeah, yeah. to do that. No, absolutely. That's good, dude. Yeah, it's important to have this, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, hell yeah, dude. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before you ship off? Because you need to go to sleep. No, no, it's, it's okay. It's cool. All good. I, was, I guess the, I just wanted to, I don't know, if anyone is listening to uh, to this, um, I don't mean that in a rude way, but uh, basically <laughs> I just... Um, How dare you. Uh, if, you know, the guys that, that I visit my site that, that are listening, I just want to say thanks to everyone because basically all the... Um, I guess I, I just want to constantly tell whenever I have a chance just to say how grateful I am. Like, basically, I, I tell them, the people that email me all the time that basically if if you guys don't care about it, it'd, it'd kind of die. You know, there's there's no end game to it. I just kind of started it. And it was kind of like um, I had this idea and then, you know, my wife Natalie just told me to just go for it and just, yeah, just start doing it. And then um, people responded to it. So... The only reason why it's still going is because people start to keep reading it. So, you know, all those all those messages of encouragement and support are freaking awesome. You know, yeah. if if people stop reading, you know, I don't, I don't really care. You know, if people stop reading it and it's not actually giving them anything, I, I you know, stop it and do something else. But 
it's so it's really good to hear feedback from people that you know actually trying to help or actually get something out of it. It's uh, it's what drives it. So massive, massive thanks that way. Totally. Even man. you guys reaching out, man. It's been it's been an awesome kind of experience. Totally. I, it, it was never intended to be that, to be honest. It was more that, like that's what it needs to be. And when you create your world and your book and all that stuff, you have to have the same. I think it should be the same feeling. And that's how it's yeah. going to be successful. It's going to be something that's going to be kind of effortless because it's going to be something that you love yeah. and it's just going to come about naturally and then it's going to attract itself naturally. It's a weird fucking universe that we live in and it's so weird how opposite things are and how they shouldn't be the way they are. But once you start to figure out your rhythm, that's it, you know, you'll just be kind of be, you know, I think you'll, I think you'll know it when you, when you experience it and I think it'll be, since you already have like a good success with um, the graphic user interface website thing, I think you just use those same ingredients for your own self, and then you'll know when it's right because of that feeling that you have from this, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, fuck uh, yeah, it is. Super, super. <laughs> 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 like, I'm gonna go to you for advice, and like, just whatever I'm feeling down about, or like, I'm not sure, and so I'm just gonna. Say, I'm gonna hit you up and get your your advice. <laughs> you know, keep, keep me all pumped and stuff. I don't know shit, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, the stuff you're saying just pumps me up anyway. So you should email Sid Mead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. No, definitely. No, I mean, if if at all I can help anybody, I I try to, and then I get a lot of emails, so I. And if, if I didn't respond to your email, it doesn't mean I don't like you. It's, it's because I hate you. No, just joking. <laughs> yeah. That's the same with me. That's the same with me. I'm sorry if I, I haven't answered any emails that, that people have sent me. It's just that I'm, fucking, I'm probably like on no sleep and I'm trying to do everything and yeah. and just I can't physically do it. But yeah. uh, it gets red and, and you know, you, same with you, right? Yep. You same. Read it and if, it's really, really nice of that email. But sometimes you just struggle man i'm struggling like i feel like i'm drowning and just keeping my face above the <laughs> time that's my life really at the moment well I, that that's perfect way to get out of this podcast because i feel bad for taking up any more of your I, sleep so <laughs> but no man well um, um come by melbourne and like, if you have a bike just let me know and I'll, I'll ride my bike over there in the water <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to, dude. Yeah, I, I've been awesome. wanting to go to Australia for a long time. Good I really one. want to go to New Zealand as well. Maybe yeah, what I'll do awesome. is like do like a circle, go like down to you guys and go up to New Zealand, see all the homies up there, and then maybe jet up to um, Japan and oh, and then never leave Japan and <laughs> <laughs> come back yeah, just, home. Yeah. That's that's the place where I want to be. Like if I was gonna live in Japan, yeah, it sounds like, it seems like the coolest place. Oh man. I don't even, yeah, can't. come by and uh, yeah, I can say hi sometime. I'd love to. You 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 are aware that you're far away though, right? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're actually so far that you're in the future, so it's yeah, it's not a, you make it, you make it sound like yeah, you know when you go to the grocery store and, and grab your vegetables, <laughs> you just come on by to Australia. <laughs> it's like uh, to, <laughs> to move my physical body. I actually am going to be out in the Philippines, um, speaking at a. At a oh, conference really? out there, I'm trying to think I, that it's horrible. It's just happened to that country because of the yeah. crazy fucking That's national cool. disaster. So, but I'm pretty sure that I'll still be going out there. But yeah, my heart goes out to anybody that was affected by that. It's such a fucking bummer. Yeah. 
it's super bummer, but yeah. Yeah, man, bummers. But but everybody keeps moving on, so things keep the world keeps turning. So but yeah, and I, maybe I'll try to do something. Um, maybe when time opens up a bit, uh, maybe try to also start focusing on helping people that needs need stuff by using um, the skills that we all have, yeah. providing some kind of something. It easily becomes twisted and bad. Um, it's not man managed properly, the whole non-profit bullshit. But it'd be interesting to do something where it's even if it's just like creating art or posters or something for fans or something to then directly put it into health, like relief funds and shit like that. You know, because there's a lot of people out there that need help. There's a lot of people that want to be artists or want to draw or want to be musicians or want to make films that they, they just can't because they're in a shitty situation. And yeah, everybody should be able to get a chance to do this stuff, so. But whatever. I sound like a hippie. So. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, man. It's getting pretty late. I'm going to have to ship off. Awesome. You need to get some sleep, dude. And thank you, dude. Thank you, first off, for your awesome site. And then second, for being cool and reaching out. And then third, for being cool enough to want to have a chat and being totally up for Thanks. it. So I appreciate it. I've gotten more out of this than you know. Like, oh. Seriously, thanks for uh, thanks for getting me up and asking me to do it. I'm doing a massive thrill. Like, um, yeah, I was stoked to do it. Super pumped. So, no, it's good to finally even talk to you as well. Awesome. Same. Um, yeah, keep in touch. Definitely, you too, buddy. And Bye. best of luck with your book and your world and all that stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be great. Awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Alright, homie. Have a good night, man. And uh, yeah. get some sleep. Awesome. Right. To bed. See you guys. Cheers, mate. See you, buddy. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Four, four,